Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from June 7th until June 14th. As over this next week, we are going to see Mercury enter his home sign of Gemini, where he will stay for only about two weeks because Mercury is moving fast right now. We also have Pluto re-entering Capricorn, which we will be talking about more in today's show. Plus, we have had a tight energy around Venus, who has just entered Leo. She entered Leo on June 5th, but the energy has been quite big. So we are going to talk about that as well. And it might feel validating if you've had a lot come up lately around Venus themes, such as money, relationships, your creativity, having a desire to do something or to make moves, yet it feels blocked. It hasn't been an open energy stream. I'm going to talk about that a bit more, but I just wanted to share that what we are moving through at this time actually is relating to the eclipse we had back in April. That April 19th and 20th eclipse at 29 degrees of Aries is very active right now. So it could be helpful to look in your natal astrology chart at where that eclipse occurred for you by which house placement. So was the eclipse at 29 degrees of Aries? Was it in your second house, your sixth house, your ninth house? Which house was it in? Because the house is where the energy shows up and comes through. And when it's an eclipse, especially a solar eclipse, there is a lot coming through that's new. But this was an eclipse about purging. And that energy gets activated again as Pluto re-enters Capricorn on June 11th. Pluto re-entering Capricorn is going next level of purging and evolution. It could also be that you're sensing how much you're evolving, shifting, and changing. And this energy has discomfort built into it. This is not smooth. In fact, this could even feel stressful. It could feel like there's all of a sudden a lot happening. There's a lot moving and changing. It could feel too like you don't know everything that's going on. Like there's these undercurrents or these deeper layers of energy that are also being triggered. And all of this energy is designed to support the new beginnings, the new energies, the next level. But it's almost like before leveling up, there are energetic layers that have to be removed, have to be dealt with, have to be taken out. And that could be part of what you felt more than you even expected. Almost like it could feel like here and the universe has just thrown a bunch of stuff in front of you to take care of or manage or work with or complete. There's an overwhelm with this energy. And that's part of what we're learning to navigate as well as to ground ourselves, to really be in a state of, okay, I can handle this one thing at a time. I'm going to understand I can only do so much in a day. I'll take care of what's in front of me. So this does require a new level of energetic responsibility around what you do need to work through, take care of, 
and or address, but it could feel like a lot right now. And so not only is this Pluto energy going to be further triggering that Aries solar eclipse point, because what's happening is Pluto is moving back to 29 degrees of Capricorn, which is a direct square to that solar eclipse that was at 29 degrees of Aries. And it's the first Aries eclipse we've had since 2015. And so there can be a lot here that could feel almost disruptive to how you've normally lived your life or understood your energy or even how you've gone about certain things. This Aries solar eclipse was really powerful in bringing in new expressions of ourselves, opening us up to new parts of who we are that we're ready to fully step into. But again, before we do so, we got to clean out the other layers or the lower expressions that you've outgrown. So this could be certainly seen as a soul growth assignment, a soul growth experience. This could be validating in how much you have evolved and changed. But when Pluto's involved, Pluto doesn't care about your ego, which is your sense of self. Pluto doesn't care about who you are in this lifetime because Pluto holds the frequency of your soul's evolution. Pluto holds that frequency of who you are outside of the physical world, outside of time and space, and even outside of how we can see ourselves. This is connected to your energetic truth frequency at a very pure level. So with these Pluto transits, we are required to let go and to understand that Evolution can be painful and uncomfortable, and that's why Pluto is also associated with an ego death, because your ego being about your sense of self in this lifetime, in this reality, is feeling challenged by something it can't control. It can't power through. It can't do the same thing every day or that you've done day in and day out. So there's an evolutionary energy that's really strong right now. And if you're feeling that in your world, if you're feeling that, especially in things that maybe you weren't expecting it to be this difficult or this challenging, this is where Pluto is requiring us to trust a process, to trust a soul growth process. So not only does this Pluto re-enter Capricorn this week, again on June 11th, and squares that Aries solar eclipse point, but we've also had this Pluto opposing Venus in Leo And that is a discomfort that can also feel like an ego death to what we normally want or desire to something in our heart. It could feel like it's showing up as financial issues or big decisions or things that could almost be overwhelming at times that you're meant to just take it as it comes to simplify it in some manner. And this energy of the opposition between Venus and Leo and Pluto retrograde in Aquarius is also working with the North Node in Taurus and Jupiter in the early degrees of Taurus. And so there's an amplification here of energies that could feel like you know that change is imminent. You know that things are progressing, but you could also feel locked. I get this visual of feeling 
stuck in place or locked into something that you have to either take care of or address, or it's something that you're meant to fully own and ownership energy, the responsibility, something here too that could be amplified or highlighted for you around these Venus themes in your life where you could feel like you're deeply shifting something. Maybe you're deeply shifting around finances or money or what all that means to you. Maybe you're deeply shifting in your confidence and what it means to be you, to be stronger in your sense of self, more courageous, Maybe you're feeling it as some deeper shifts in relationships or in connections with people where you're seeing your own growth. You're seeing things evolving and moving in a whole new direction. But getting back to the stuck energy, the universe is asking you to stay very mindful of what you're choosing, of where you're investing your energy, because it could be easy to repeat a pattern. It could be easy to stay in a comfort zone. I'm also seeing it as these karmic loops because karmic loops are very comfortable. They're what's known. It's sort of like your nervous system knows how this will play out. Your mind knows what this is about. You could have some unconscious levels of comfort in those patterns because it's what you've always known or it's how you've always done things. But this particular T-square, again, it's a T-square between Pluto Venus, and Jupiter, it's applying pressure on that Venus because she is the personal planet and she is the one taking in the influence. Now, Venus and Leo can hold her own. She's very strong. She is comfortable being bold and declaring what she needs and what she wants. And she also is here to fully own her gifts, her creative spark, whatever that means for her. But this is a challenge right now that you could also see from a higher perspective of what have I over-identified with in my heart? Where have I been in certain patterns with money, with relationships, with partnerships, with friendships, with women? Venus rules all these things. Venus also rules your creativity. And in Leo, she wants to share that. She wants to express it. I feel like this Venus and Leo She is really undergoing a deep, deep evolutionary shift that is reprogramming her heart, reprogramming what she's attracted to because Leo is about a primal attraction. It's the energy of where you're attracted to something, someone, some energy, some expression, and that's being shifted. And I feel like it's quite significant. It's almost like maybe learning a whole new way to work with your money. Maybe it's learning a whole new way that you want to connect or show up in friendships. Maybe there's things being deeply reprogrammed for you in terms of who you're attracted to, the kinds of people you want in your world or in your life, especially romantic relationships because Venus and Leo is about romance, desire, love. And maybe there's something here where you're feeling and sensing that it's evolving into new energies, new expressions, new attractions. So if you're feeling that right now, it's right on time. And keep in mind, there could be challenges as well uh, because this energy is not comfortable and it's requiring us to surrender something that we've always done. And these are in the fixed signs. We have Venus and Leo, Jupiter and Taurus, And as I said, Pluto is in Aquarius until June 11th. 
But these are the fixed signs that don't want to change, don't want to budge, don't want to compromise. And you could be feeling that inside yourself, like something you know is no longer working or you're ready for the next level or a new experience, a new area of growth. And the universe says, okay, great, here you go. And then you're like, wait, whoa, hold up. This is not what I thought was gonna be served up. This is very different. And it's almost like it's giving you perhaps what feels like a challenge. And as I say that, I'm getting the example of one of those obstacle courses on television that are easy to watch from the comfort of your couch while somebody else has to run around and make some big jumps or do some amazing feats. And yet now you're on the obstacle course and you're like, oh my goodness, this is a lot more than I thought. Here I am navigating this new terrain or these new energies and it's taking me out of what I've previously excelled at. So there could also be the sense here of looking at the messaging you're telling yourself. Like, are you being kind and compassionate to yourself if you're feeling that the universe is requiring you to do something new? If you're in a new terrain, you're in a new experience, you have to do things differently and watch that messaging, watch that internal dialogue, because this is where you could become your own worst critic or enemy instead of your own cheerleader and your own support system. And we actually have quite a few planets in the fixed signs right now. So we also have Mars in Leo plus Uranus in Taurus and Mercury in Taurus before Mercury enters Gemini on June 11th. So depending on when you're listening to this, the energy from June 7th until June 11th has a lot of fixed energy. And that could even be paralyzing. That could even be like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to choose. I just feel stuck or I'm not even sure I can see the next solution, the next step. I mean, there could even be this sense of that's why it's so overwhelming is because things keep piling in or showing up. And there's also a part of you, okay, I'm seeing this in a very lovely way. It's like in the back of your head, like literally the back of your skull is where there is such beautiful support and brilliance. And now I'm seeing it as as arguing with like two parts of your brain or two parts of your energy field where you're fine, you're good, you trust the process, you've got this, you know what to do, you trust yourself, you have the tools. This is the wisdom you carry. Like you're very aware that, okay, this is what's coming up. I can handle this. And then it's almost like it's arguing with another part of your brain that is the lower, less evolved part of your brain that's looking for danger that's on alert, that's trying to seek out, oh my gosh, how is this going to fail? How am I going to mess this up? How am I not going to do this right? How am I going to make a mistake? So there's something here about really being aware of your own internal messaging and then also allowing your wisdom to be louder, to make sure that that is put up on your internal megaphone, that that messaging is louder, stronger, clearer, And I'm also feeling as I say all this, there are things you're not going to figure out right now. There are things you're not going to know the answer to. You're not going to know how it's going to play out or what's going to happen in three months or where this financial decision is going to lead. When we have a lot of fixed energy, we can be afraid of the unknown. We can 
stay in a locked state, we can also decide not to do something because it's unknown. But there's things right now in this energy that you're not meant to quote unquote know the answer. And by the way, the universe has unlimited answers, unlimited possibilities. The universe doesn't see it as there's only one way to do this. And if you don't, then you go in the dunk tank. You know, that's where we can have some very limited perspectives of ourselves and what we're choosing. This is like this expansive openness where there's so many ways this can play out in a beautiful way for you. There's so many ways this can be exactly the right thing. There's so many opportunities here. There's so many ways to open up the energy. So as I'm talking about these fixed signs that can be locked in, paralyzed, uncertain, feel like, oh, that's too much of a risk or I don't know about that, open up the energy. Just open it up for yourself wherever you're feeling it locked or stuck. This could also apply directly to what I mentioned earlier about that Venus and Leo, where if you're feeling, let's say, overwhelmed by a financial issue or something coming up that feels really big, there's something about the fact that when you connect to, there's so many ways this can happen and play out for my best and highest good. There's so many opportunities here for me to do exactly what I'm trusting is right. There's unlimited ways for me to be successful in this situation, even when I don't know it, even when I don't know the how or the when or the who, that's part of the magic. So if this locked energy has been doing a number on you, or if you've just felt it and it's been perhaps, again, paralyzing, like you felt frozen in something, this is where if you can just energetically open up to the fact that there's multiple ways this can be a beautiful experience or this can play out in a way that you love or that supports you or that is correct for you. That will help you move through anything that also feels too dense. Because sometimes we go into a density, which I see as a heaviness, where it also weighs us down and we can just feel energetically heavy. And part of our ascension journey, especially in the 3D, is that we will always have some density within us. That's our body, our physical body. Look around. Anything that you own, anything in the physical world has density. And then our spiritual journey and our ascension process is about rising up, rising up in our perspectives, in our energies, lightening up, releasing that density releasing it in the way that is best for ourselves and that supports us in being complete with some expressions of that density. So actually, this would be wonderful to examine through karma because of how karmic patterns, karmic connections, karmic relationships, whatever you want to call it, they're a known entity. There's something you're energetically familiar with. But when you are complete with that karma, you could feel like it's unraveling from you. You feel lighter. You're not energetically resonating with it. It doesn't connect with you. It just feels like you are lighter because you've let go of maybe that emotional density or something in those karmic relationships that you were meant to take responsibility for. You were meant to do it differently. That's also really important about karma is that karma in itself is neutral. It doesn't have an agenda, but it 
is the energy that's coming back around that's unfinished. It's the energy that you are still attached to. It's the energy that you're still working through. You're finishing a lesson. You're understanding something perhaps from a new level of consciousness. So the karmic energy is ultimately a beautiful teacher if that's what you believe, if that's what you choose. And when you complete it, when you're done with it, you could feel the lightness. You could just feel that you're being set free, but you're being set free from something that you previously created in the first place, that you previously participated in, or you were drawn to, you attracted in, it was unfinished, etc. So part of this energy is also asking you to be very mindful of what you're willing to do differently and also to feel that you're truly willing to set yourself free. And this will actually continue to be a big energy into October, November because of how Pluto in Capricorn is going to continue to square the North Node and the South Node. Those are the nodes, we call them the nodes of fate, and the South Node being about what needs to be completed and ended. So I just want to make it clear that we are living through big evolutionary times. Things are not necessarily simple, but they are designed to help you fully embrace more of who you truly are with greater intention, with greater consciousness, and with greater self-love. And that is certainly a big part of this energy. Now, the sun is in Gemini, where it has actually been traveling by itself in Gemini since it entered this third sign of the zodiac back in May, May 20th. And the sun in Gemini is going to have new energy when Mercury enters Gemini on June 11th. So then we're going to have both the sun and Mercury traveling in Gemini together and the pace of life speeds up. It's like the tempo increases. You could feel like there's more to do, you're busier, there's more on your plate, there's more to take care of, even more ideas, more communications, more things going on in the world. There's a frequency shift here, especially when both the sun and Mercury are in Gemini. And you could also feel like you're scattered, you're restless, you, you want to move, you want to get moving on something. It would be very important to write things down so you don't forget it. Jot it down, keep it handy, make sure you're aware of what's on your calendar, what appointments you have, what you need to take care of, because it can also feel like the days are quite busy. This could also feel like easier movement. Because we've had so many planets in Taurus, it could have felt like some things were just a little bit slower, or they had a defined pace. Now, the pace picks up, there's more going on, And you could feel that as more flow, like it's easier to do this or to take care of that, or I've got this covered. So there's more here that could feel like there's an opening to what you've been wanting to do and thinking about. And finally, maybe you have the answers, the solutions. Maybe you're also seeing it in a whole new way. Or wow, why didn't I think of this before? So there's a lot more here that can bring in more activity, more movement, And it might feel good to take advantage of that because Mercury is only in Gemini for about two weeks. It will enter Cancer June 26th, and that's a very different frequency. 
Mercury in Gemini is also about knowing what to say. If you have felt blocked in the throat chakra or tongue-tied or your thoughts have been unclear and you're like, how do I express this? What do I need to say? This is going to bring in some fresh energy for that self-expression and for communication. So keep in mind, June 11th to June 26th, great time for strengthening communications and understanding more of what is necessary to express. Now we have another energy building this week that will be exact next week. It'll be exact actually around June 19th or so, but it's really in play for most of the middle of June. And that is Saturn in Pisces, sextiling Jupiter in Taurus. And this is significant for a few reasons. First of all, a sextile is supportive. It's an opening, it's flow, things connect. And there could be a sense here that what you have been working on or working through with Saturn and Pisces, where you've been trusting a process, you've been showing up, you're like, I've been in this energy, I've been committed to my spiritual path, I understand what I'm learning, what I'm completing. Again, this can also be the karma that's closing out. This could be something that you've had to take care of. Saturn in Pisces is showing us what needs to be finished in order to have a true new beginning when Saturn moves into Aries in 2025-2026. So we have a few years here of being very clear with ourselves of what we've got to close out and finish up and what we're responsible for. This is responsibility, especially at a spiritual level. What you are energetically responsible for, and I realize that can be vague, okay? So that will depend on where Saturn in Pisces is moving through your natal chart. Which house, which house do you have Saturn in Pisces moving through? Because that's bringing your attention to what you need to responsibly manage and take care of. This is also looking at your commitments to this part of your energy, this part of your life, and it's very different. So if your Saturn in Pisces is moving through your second house, that's very different than Saturn and Pisces in the ninth house or in the 11th house. So this is where astrology becomes much more personal and also wildly accurate for what you're experiencing in your life. So Saturn and Pisces says, take care of this. You're responsible for that. You've got to make some decisions here. You can't just let this sit on the back burner. You can't just deny this or push this away. You've got to take care of this. Saturn always requires our responsible participation and how we show up. So this energy making a sextile to Jupiter in Taurus brings in the resources, brings in what you need for those next steps, shows you, okay, you've cleared out this, you've allowed room for this, you've trusted this, here you go. And this Jupiter in Taurus brings in something substantial, reliable, and solid that you can integrate or work with. So this energy is currently building and it actually is in play this week because of how Jupiter is at four degrees of Taurus. Saturn in Pisces will be at seven degrees all this month. So Jupiter is approaching that exact connection and you could start to feel that things are showing up to support you. And this is also where you want to identify where you have 
transiting Jupiter in your chart by house placement because this is where Jupiter and Taurus brings in those opportunities, that flow, those resources, the good news, the positive feedback. And so when we have Jupiter and Saturn working together in a positive connection, things click, things manifest, there's developments, there's openings, there's a yes energy here. And you will feel it more personally if you have planets or points especially between, let's call it four degrees to seven degrees of water signs. So four to seven degrees of Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces, and or four to seven degrees of planets or points in the Earth signs. So four to seven degrees of planets in Taurus, Virgo, or Capricorn. So as I mentioned before, this is where we play astrology bingo. You look at your chart if you have any earth signs or water signs between four and seven degrees, then you're like, bingo, I've got this. That means you feel the energy more personally. It's working for you in your life and in your world at a more real level. Now, if you do not, if you do not have any planets or points between four and seven degrees of the earth signs or the water signs, this energy is still happening around you. It's still in motion and it can still show up for you. It just might not be something that feels as personal, but you could experience the energy through other people, through work, uh, through something else in your world or something else in your life. Saturn rewards hard work. Saturn sees where you have invested. You've been responsible. You said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to put in what's required to get to where I want to go. And this could be investing in a dream, which is the Pisces energy. This could also be something that validates your intuition, validates what you've been feeling. It could be something that actually helps ground in those Pisces energies where maybe there's something you didn't feel you were ready to deal with or you didn't want to look at it. And Saturn brings you up to that place energetically where you say, I'm ready to do this now. I'm ready to take care of this. I'm a mature adult. I'm going to handle what I need to handle and then it will be taken care of. Saturn also involves authorities. Maybe there's something you need to say to someone in your life. Maybe you need to have a conversation with a parent, a mentor, a boss. Maybe there's something here where, you know, you're looking to request time off of work for a vacation or you need to have a discussion about your next raise or something that could even be difficult if it's typically difficult, you know, the kind of things where we get anxiety or like, oh, I don't want to think about that right now. I'm not ready. This energy is going to support you moving through that where you're like, you know, I'm just going to have this conversation with them. I'm just going to make some time on their calendar to sit down, discuss this, and I'm just going to see what happens. And with the sextile to Jupiter in Taurus, it could go better than you expect. It could also lead to new opportunities or new areas of growth that you never had any idea about. So there could be something here where your courage is rewarded, your maturity, your responsibility is rewarded in ways that make you feel good and also relieved. So I guess that would be another thing to be aware of that have you ever experienced this anticipation anxiety? 
where you have anxiety because of what you're anticipating might or might not happen. And it's easy to get stuck in the head or stuck in the fears, or even again, going back to what I mentioned earlier about being paralyzed, like, oh my goodness, I don't know if I can do this. You could feel a cosmic flow opening up. Like you could even wake up one morning and be like, I'm just gonna get this done. Because sometimes when we have that anticipation anxiety, that creates so much energy. It creates this huge bubble. It's like it fills up your aura, maybe with the worry or the possibilities or the doubts or whatever it might be. And then you might wake up one morning and just be like, I'm gonna slice right through this. I don't wanna be in this energy. I just wanna know the answer or know the next steps. So it's kind of just breaking yourself out of that energy you're feeling, but I feel the cosmic timing coming through. So I'm going to again say it's this week through the middle of June. Okay, so if there's anything, again, you've been pushing off, you've been nervous about, you're like, I don't want to deal with that right now. Don't be surprised if over the next few weeks, you show up differently for yourself. You show up differently for yourself. And that's your energy evolving. That's your energy and your consciousness busting you into that next level, moving you through something. And again, there could be something beautiful on the other side that you never anticipated or you didn't expect. But with Jupiter in Taurus connecting to the Saturn, there's something that feels good. There is some kind of either resolution or development or growth that validates you were right on time with this process and you're also right on time to move it through. This is also really creative energy where if there's something you've been sitting with, like you want to work with it or you want to make it into a certain form or expression, this is where your dreams or something you're dreaming of could have new life to it, could have a new tangible reality. It comes together. It's like, oh, this is how to make it. This is how to make it happen or make it appear or make it into a form. So keep in mind that I feel like this Saturn sextiling Jupiter energy is going to help us flow forward, move into some new expressions and things that we're ready for that are also right on time, which is one of the strengths of astrology is that it shows us the timing of energies and themes. It also feels like you could have something click or connect that is the best way to direct the energy. And keep in mind, this can be super simple. This could be like, oh, you have like this really messy closet or something in your house that you're like, that's a huge project. I don't know how I'm going to tackle that. I don't know how to work with that. Something comes through and shows you, oh, this is exactly what I can do to clean that up, to organize that, to make it a better living space. So this can be something too that isn't this big, huge thing in your world, but it is designed to simplify, clarify, and give us some solutions to work with that change the energy in a positive way. So as I look at these major transiting energies and aspects for this week, it could be a time frame when you feel you're going through a makeover or a renovation of some kind. You are stepping into a new way of understanding your needs and your energy, and that can be uncomfortable. That can also feel like A part of you doesn't want to, a part of you doesn't want to change, doesn't want to grow, doesn't want this part of your life or your world to look different. But that is a big energy signature right now. And as I say that, 
I think it's important to note that transformation is not a linear process. And by linear, I mean one, two, three. It doesn't mean it goes in a very clear direction or a smooth path. It has its bumps and its ups and downs and it spiral around and it moves in all these different directions. And it could feel too like a part of your energy is being required to change. It's being required. And that's where we can create more struggle or even more unnecessary resistance So if you're feeling that resistance right now, if there's things that are happening and you're not happy about it, I mean, that's life, right? There's things that shift that we don't like. There's things that change that we're like, I didn't choose this. Well, part of it is to go higher and to go higher and to remember that there can be positive breakthroughs in anything in the world. And that's the universe in action. The universe in motion is going to show you Okay, even if there's something that you don't like or that is really hard, really challenging right now and it's brought you to your knees or it's something that you're like, how do I maintain my strength through this or how do I figure this out or solve this? This would be a beautiful time then to get closer to your God self, get closer to spirit, get closer to your spiritual practices and your spiritual tools, or even going into a meditation or a guided meditation can help you energetically work with some things to have the movement and the flow. Maybe there's also something here where you're stuck in a previous version of yourself where this new higher version of yourself is standing right there in front of you, inviting you forward, inviting you to move into this next level or these new experiences. So this would be a beautiful time to tap further into your own soul's wisdom, your own spiritual practices, what you've learned through your own awakening journey, and to give that wisdom back to yourself and to also know that nothing lasts forever. Energy is always in motion. It's always shifting and changing. And we are designed to do the same. We have fortitude. We are designed to keep going, to keep living, to keep breathing. I mean, just check in with the power of your heartbeat and how our heartbeat is always pumping and alive. Not to mention our ability to continually breathe, right? And to take those breaths in as needed. And I also feel like we have also integrated so much more than we realize consciously. And if you were to look back, okay, wow, I'm being pulled back to 2012, which was a big energy period on the planet. And astrologically, It was the beginning of seven squares between Uranus and Aries and Pluto and Capricorn, 2012 to 2015. But there was almost like this mass download of energies coming through where we couldn't stay comfortable. We couldn't stay in what was known. We had to elevate. We had to look at things. We had to work with our lives, our bodies, our realities in a whole new way. I feel like there's some kind of benchmark to assess for yourself. Look at how far you've come since 2012 to now. I don't know about you, but that makes my head spin because there has been a lot of energy 
since that time on our planet. There's been a lot of monumental shifts and changes, but look at how we have continued to move forward, to evolve, to deal with life situations, to honor what we need to take care of, what we need to heal, what we need to acknowledge, what we need to emotionally process and work through. I mean, I feel like I'm getting this image of all these layers of our bodies and of our energies have been undergoing so much, so much, and it's pushed us to every edge of ourselves. And the edges are where we grow. And even when it feels like the universe is pushing you off that ledge, that's where the next level of growth and evolution is. So just know that whatever might be coming up for you, whatever you're moving through, you're going to figure it out. You're going to know the answer. You're going to understand what to do. You're going to know what you can trust in yourself, how you can continue to co-create with the universe, what is true for you, what matters to you. I feel like it's just so important to give yourself that self-recognition as well as the self-validation. And by the way, I didn't plan to go down this direction in today's podcast, so maybe this is only resonating with a few people. Um, This wasn't even a topic that I was going to discuss or bring up. It just came through intuitively. So I trust that it is connecting or landing with those of you who are moving through something quite big or uncomfortable. It just feels like the universe always wants to direct you back to yourself as a powerful creator and to remind you of your abilities, your talents, what you can move through, what you are energetically designed to experience and maneuver through in this lifetime. Because you will look back on this time in your life at some point as well. Just like we went back to examine how much has changed for us since 2012, well, we will be doing the same um, in years to come. We will look back on this time period when we've had the significant energies of Pluto entering Aquarius, all these eclipses, a lot going on, and we'll be like, wow, yes, look at how much my life changed. But ultimately, it changed for the better even if I couldn't see it, even if I didn't know it. And that is a beautiful demonstration of trusting your soul, trusting your soul's growth, trusting your soul's journey, trusting your spiritual wisdom, and always travel with, especially with these big energies moving through. Now, I mentioned a few times how to identify the transiting planets in your chart. If this is new to you in astrology, If you're just learning about transiting planets, I have a course for you that talks about it and how to understand what is happening in your chart through the transits. Because for example, the Jupiter and Taurus energies, they take 12 years to move around your full chart. So wherever Jupiter is right now, the last time it was here was 12 years ago. Then we would look at Saturn. Saturn moves even slower. Saturn takes three decades to move around your chart. So the last time Saturn was here in this part of your chart was about 28 years ago. So every planet has their own speed at which they move around your chart. And if you want to learn more about that, I'll put details below the podcast because this is one way to understand what's going on in your life right now. 
what the lessons are, where the rewards are, what you're meant to understand or be more conscious of in your chart and in your life. And this is a good course if you are a beginner, if you're a beginner moving into intermediate with astrology, where you've already got down the essentials, you know the signs, the planets, the houses, and the aspects. Those are the four cornerstones of astrology. Then you take that and we apply it to the transits and then what's happening in your chart in that way. And then you're like, oh, wow, this is why money issues are so big for me right now. Because transiting Saturn is in a house that rules money. Or this is why work is such a big topic or family stuff is coming up so big because of where Saturn is. So this is where astrology is also super awesome because we connect the dots. Also, I have a video for you on YouTube discussing the upcoming Gemini new moon. It is on June 17th at 26 degrees of Gemini. So you'll want to identify where that is in your chart. And please check out that video on YouTube where I go through the whole astrology chart and discuss more of the particulars. I will be back every Monday and Wednesday for another podcast episode. Thank you so much for joining me as always. You can find out more about my latest astrology courses and programs over at mollymccord.online. And also I look forward to connecting with you on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Be sure and check out my YouTube playlists. So many videos sharing with you more about your astrology chart what to look at, what it means, how to understand it. So lots of teaching videos there on my YouTube playlist if that's of interest to you. Thank you so much for joining me. I look forward to connecting with you soon through our next podcast episode. I'll see you back here very soon.